How important are intentions to you? How often do you set an intention? Does your day or your week or your month go as it always goes? If you don't set an intention, have you ever even set an intention? Does setting an intention pave the way for less stress and more success than not setting an intention? Let's dive deep and explore all of these questions today. Let me tell you a story of a 13-year-old girl back in 1993 when her world turned completely upside down because her parents were in the middle of a really messy divorce. That kind of spiralled off to problems at school. This girl started to find herself in a situation in sports where she was getting injuries Then she began to get bullied. Then she felt like a failure. She had to leave her football team. And just things started to escalate and escalate and get worse and worse. You know how it goes sometimes when you find yourself in a bad situation. Sometimes things just start to get worse all around you. Then she continued to be bullied. It started to get worse. She sprained her ankle and she just felt really sad and hurt and a little bit isolated. Not only did she feel isolated at school but also at home because her parents were obviously going through a hard time. She found herself really wanting to escape this pain and the the mean, cruel, hurtful world that she was experiencing. So... As she got older, she turned to drinking and drugs to try to numb herself from it. Eventually, she got kicked out of her house. She was put into foster care and she dropped out of high school. So you can imagine that wasn't easy for her. Fast forward to 10 years later. She's 2000, it's 2003. She's 23 years old and she's homeless. She went from sleeping on park benches to finding a tent that she pitched on a beach. So now she laughs as she tells this story. She's homeless in style, you know, being homeless on a beach. So as you can imagine, weather conditions weren't the most favorable and basic needs mightn't have been met for this girl, Vanessa. One day, A friend of her brother's from back in the day comes to her tent and pops his head in and he says, he calls, Vanessa, are you in there, sis? And Vanessa comes and she, she sees who it is and is so glad to see him. She, she ushers him in really quickly because it's really wet outside and he's absolutely soaked at this stage. She gets a towel and tries to you know, make him feel as comfortable as possible and gives him a towel to dry himself off. And then they go on to continue talking about his life, her life, and all of that. After a while, Vanessa sees him looking at her so intensely. He's looking at her deep into her soul. And he says to her, what do you want? What do you really want in this life? And then Vanessa says, what do you mean, what do I want? What are you talking about? And then he says, you've got so much potential and you can do or have anything you want. So what do you want? And then she doesn't really take him quite serious. Vanessa's kind of looking at him like joking, pushing him, saying, you know, why are you getting so serious? We just want to have fun. And then he laughs and then he gets up to go. 
to leave the tent, but before he leaves the tent, he puts his arm around her and he says to her, bring it in here, sis, and gives her the biggest, squeeziest, big bear sister hug that she hadn't received for a long time. And she could feel his compassion and she could feel that he really cared. So then he leaves and she lies back down on her tent and cuddles up in her sleeping bag. And then she looks around and she asks herself, what do I want? What do I really want? And then from that moment, she started to get honest with herself. What? She says to herself, what I really want is a safe place that I can call home. I want a home that's my own home that won't just blow away tomorrow. And then she remembered her friend Nathan's words and she says to herself, I know I can do this. I intend to do this. And from that moment, with that intention, she started to believe in herself. The stories make me a little emotional. <laughs> um, and that was the first time that she understood that the power of intention is so strong and it's actually even more reliable than a wish. The power of intention helped her get clear with what she wanted. So she started to take action to make it happen. The next day, she goes hitchhiking into town and she gets picked up by this older couple and they're friendly and they ask her what she's doing in Hawaii. And she says, well, I'm living in a tent on the beach, but it's temporary. And she lets them know that her intention is to be a homeowner and have her own home. And they're so polite, they end up inviting her back to their house for dinner that night. And she's thinking, oh, a home-cooked meal, hell yeah. Yes, please. So she goes to the house and enjoys a delicious meal. And before she leaves, they say, we have a spare room and you're more than welcome to spend the night. She takes them up on their offer. And in the end, she ends up staying for three months. And during that time, they helped her to have a safe space and to find some work that helped her get back on track in the world. She did fruit picking. She did the littlest jobs that were little steps to help her get back on track and to pay for her plane ticket back to Canada where she's from. So she gets back to Canada. She looks up where her mom lives, goes to find her mom and asks her mom if she can stay with her. Her mom's very apprehensive and listens to what she has to say and Vanessa explains that she's not going to be a fool anymore not take any more drugs and it'll be a temporary stay because her intention is to buy her own house so her mom reluctantly allows her to move in so she can find some work and basically you know start saving to buy her house so she finds a job in a warehouse She's a customer service rep in a phone company. She's working and working, working and saving. And at the age of 26, in 2006, she moves out of her mom's house and she finds herself sleeping in a sleeping bag. But this time it's in the middle of her bedroom floor, cuddled up because she's just bought her own home, her own two bedroom home in Canada and she feels so proud and now she feels that she can do whatever she wants she just needs clarity and intention this lady Vanessa Wideski from Canada Vanessa is a voracious learner who shares her love for community building through volunteerism and advocacy work Vanessa is founder of Low Entropy a social impact organization committed to transforming lives through mental health support, food security, and employment services. What a woman, what an inspirational woman. And so many learnings, so many nuggets of wisdom from her story. 
It really is so heartwarming. I'll leave Vanessa's details in the show notes, as well as her foundation and the TED Talk that I got this information from that left me in tears, (laughs) as you can see. My questions were at the beginning of this episode, how important are intentions? Do you set an intention out there? If you do, let me know what might or might not happen if we don't set an intention. Little tensions, middle intentions and big intentions. These are actually the questions I've been asking myself over the last few months. And especially since my journey started with quantum hypnosis. It's really important to set an intention in quantum hypnosis so that the session can be guided to meet an objective. So imagine the intention could be to facilitate healing. What memories can I access that would help facilitate healing right now in my life? Or if you want to find answers, the intention would be to find the right answer and make the right decision and know what to do and what memories might facilitate that decision making and also connect to your subconscious mind which will also give you the answers which is also known as your higher self so what I've been asking myself is have I been setting intentions in my own personal life not just through hypnosis I know that if I have a bad dream and I wake up and I'm like oh I don't want to fall back into that bad dream again I'll set an intention to have a good dream there and then in that second That's a tiny little intention. Another intention is, if I know I'm going to have a really busy day the next day, I intend to rest well. And that usually always works. And then, any other intentions, like conscious, verbal intentions that are said out loud or written down, I'm not aware of. And I'm wondering, should I be setting more intentions? Are my intentions too small? And I'm wondering, is it better to write down your intentions rather than just have them silently? And if I don't set an intention in hypnosis, in my quantum hypnosis, will it even work? I need to do a little test, a little experiment on myself and set more daily intentions. In this episode today, I'm going to show you one of my clients recording of her hypnosis sessions. Of course, she's given me her permission to showcase this and I want to outline her intention. Her intention was to see any past lifetimes that would help her in her current present life. Just a little disclaimer before we listen to the session. My client gets a little bit upset when she goes through a bit of healing in the session. So if you're listening to this and you feel you might be triggered over something emotional, just be aware and prepare yourself if if you're feeling a little bit low right now. I hope you enjoy this wonderful session. Kind of like a desert. It's really, like, the sand is really hot. I kind of feel relaxed and kind of tired. Mm-hmm. Um, not, like, sleepy tired, but, like, kind of exhausted. Mm-hmm. How's the temperature? Um, it's warm, um, but it, it's... <clears throat> like a dry heat mm-hmm. um, not really humid and I feel like there's um, like a lot of sun wow. mm-hmm. it's very sunny with a clear sky there's a lot of buildings um, old ancient buildings but like <laughs> like kind of modern I don't they, they're like modern buildings that look ancient I feel that let's see I'm trying 
trying to kind of get a feel. Oh, okay, I'm like sitting, maybe it's not sand, it's like sandy hill, I'm not sure. But I'm trying to like focus in on the surroundings. It, it feels like it's um, like a city, Uh, I can't tell if it's like in a valley, like mm -hmm. between mountains, or it's surrounded by mountains. Um, but I feel like we're um, almost like we're close, like separated, like closed off from other people. I feel like I did something here, like something in the city. Um, I want to say Earth. Um, I, it's like a tropical feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say, like, it's not in South America, but it's, like, by mm -hmm. South America. Uh, yeah, like, we're not, I feel like we're not attached to it, but, like, off to the side. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I can't tell which side though. <laughs> Very good. You're doing really well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think my brain's just trying to figure out like how it's not connected and why it would be like where the mountains are coming from. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm just going to leave that as it is. I feel like I'm being drawn, like I'm having kind of a hard time discerning what this feeling is. I feel like I'm being pulled from the last place, um, like to, I feel like they're both important, um, but different types of important, and I don't know don't know where I should go. I hear both really loud, really loud and angry-ish. Like not angry, but like, <laughs> like I need to choose. Okay. okay. That's okay. It's okay. So now I'm being, I'm pulled to Atlantis, but I don't, I get like a pain in my, like not mm -hmm. pain, but like a pressure right mm -hmm. in the middle of my chest. Mm-hmm. Like... You're doing really well. Like something happened? I feel like... Mm, Can you uh, see anything around you right now or is it more of a feeling? Um, it's more of a feeling now. Mm-hmm. Is the feeling like, overwhelming I, or is it just... It's just there, like I, um, like I need to acknowledge it, but maybe I'm not ready for that yet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel. Mm. <laughs> mm -hmm. The thought that comes to mind. And I think this is like my guides and my higher self telling me that I am ready to go there. Mm -hmm. But, uh, like, they're saying, like, you're ready, but you're s like almost like my mind is ready, but my soul isn't yet. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to, but I shouldn't. So we'll, we won't go that way then. Today. <laughs> what about the the other one you were being pulled to? Oh yeah, Egypt. Um, Egypt. Oh yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, actually, when we started the 
um, chakra clearing. I actually like was getting um, like, uh, pictures or visions mm-hmm. of this, and I just got brought back. Um, I can see jackal statues, mm-hmm. um, like when they're like in front of a, a uh, like a, maybe a doorway. I'm walking down the hall. I'm just kind of walking inside a building. Mm-hmm. Um, Is that an empty building? Can you see anyone else? Um, there's no one else around me, but like there's people in the building, and I feel like I'm in like a multi-story building, maybe or. I feel like I'm on the second floor. Mm-hmm. And I'm like just walking down this hallway, like I'm in no hurry to get anywhere. Like, mm-hmm. I'm definitely human. Um, and I feel like I'm female. I feel like really. Delicate, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but um, like my fingers are like long, not like super long though. Like I just feel very dainty. Um, yeah. So and like I feel like I'm wearing almost like um, like white silk, and. hair is black. Sounds like a, a lovely Egyptian lady. I feel like I'm important. Mm-hmm. Um, like when I was walking down that hall, I like got to the end and it like led almost like an outside terrace. And I turned right and I look out to my left and there's like pillars. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. like a half wall with pillars yeah. and I can see like water in the distance like over a city and it's like uh, the city is almost like stepped down to the mm-hmm. um, like, not a hill but down to the water almost doing really well yeah and if I like look I'm like facing the water and I look to the right or the left there's just like buildings Um, and then just kind of peter off can you identify what you learned in this lifetime self-worth and to be mentally strong Um, that even though you know society and mm, like other people even though they see you like as a female and not worth anything that I feel like I proved them wrong amazing kind of like, you know, anything you say I can't do, I'm gonna do it and like do it to the extreme. Yes, I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then I just feel like like another sense of accomplishment. Like I did something and I made a difference. Mm -hmm. But I don't I don't feel like I lived very long. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I 
like my life was cut short, but I was okay with it. Mm -hmm. I was okay with what happened. It's like you accomplished what you needed. Yeah, yeah. Like I could have lived longer, um, but I couldn't. And I was, and I was okay with that because I, I made things better and I made a difference, or I tried to, at least. Wow. That's what I feel like. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, I can't like. Um, yeah, I can't really like see anything anymore. But that's like what mm -hmm. the thoughts and the feelings that that like are right here. Yeah. And, is it like yeah. a sense of love or a sense of power? Um, both. Mm -hmm. um, God, I almost feel um, like I was like royalty because mm -hmm. um, I don't feel like I feel love from like like a parental love. Mm -hmm. um, I think I had kids as well, as I I feel like that parental love coming from me as well, mm -hmm. and then I also feel like a bigger. Um, like bigger, mm -hmm. like my, like almost like my people loved me too. Yeah, a sense of like loyalty from a bigger yeah community. Mhm, mm mm -hmm. And then that parental love like doesn't. I feel like it doesn't only go towards my kids, but it goes like in the same way, mm -hmm. like reciprocated back to those people. I was just like higher society or royalty or something like that but that's that's how it feels that's so cool yeah it's definitely feels weird in this space here mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> I'm getting very like a lot of pride too yeah mm-hmm shall we move on to the next most necessary moment or time. Yeah, because it <laughs> it felt like our what I saw was like movie theater curtains closing. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> like, like one on each of my eyes, and it like just went <laughs> the end. <laughs> yep, like that was. <laughs> Moving on to the next episode. <laughs> yeah. to the next important place you're meant to be. Try going to Atlantis again. And they're just like, not today. Maybe mm -hmm. another time. <laughs> when you say they, are we talking about your your team right now? Who are mm -hmm. we talking to? Yeah, my... Hmm. I can't really distinguish how many. I almost feel like uh, a lot of like little <laughs> sparkles, dots. Like orbs? Yeah. Aww. <laughs> yeah, and like some of them are brighter. Mm -hmm. And some of them are like like fading out to the background like we're here but mm -hmm. we're not relevant right now okay mm. would they like you to visit another relevant time maybe maybe not should we play it not sure <laughs> <laughs> there's no rush And I think I just realized why I don't want to be in it. Mm -hmm. um, God, I just got really emotional. It's okay. I was, uh, oh my God, so fucking sad. Okay. Um, I don't know why though. Mm -hmm. It's okay to allow your emotions out. How do you feel? I feel lost, um, like despair lost. Mm -hmm. 
you go uh, you're going through loss yeah mm-hmm. is, oh, is the feeling overwhelming yeah it's... you can observe this feeling without fully feeling it if you want to you don't have to go through this full overwhelming feeling if you don't want to yeah, I just, uh, it's just terrible. It's, it's just this, uh, gut-wrenching okay. sadness. Um, I don't, I don't know where it's coming from though, or why. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only, like, only feeling time I've ever had like um, this like much sadness mm-hmm. um, like was when I lost my mom mm-hmm. um, in this lifetime and god it's almost worse than that really yeah like I oh my god like I just don't know what to do next Mm-hmm. Well, can you move a little bit further on? Or are you supposed to go through this? I feel... I feel like I'm supposed to experience this. Okay. It's good to let it out. A healing. Oh my god, it's just so sad. I think. Yeah, I don't know if I lost someone like, really important to me or. Mm-hmm. Oh god, I don't know. I don't. Maybe it's not the same memory as his. Mm hmm. <sighs> <laughs> it sounds like you're going through a good release, a deep healing. Oh, yeah. Um, it's okay. Oh my god, that was just, it's like, I feel like I'm going like fast forward in time and mm-hmm. I am like feeling better. That's good. Um. You're doing really well. I, yeah, I can't identify exactly what I lost or what happened, um, but I feel like um, we're moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I don't know who I'm with. Than with other people. You on Earth or? Uh, I don't think so. Um, like it could be. Uh, it almost feels like a space station. Um, Can you see what you look like? Um, I feel really tall. like a window or for a reflection. <laughs> um, I got really big feet. Really big feet? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't wear shoes. Mm-hmm. I'm down at my feet. And my skin is, um, I think it's orange. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, maybe not. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's shifting. I feel like, uh, I feel like furry, too. Mm-hmm. Um, 
definitely on two feet. And Do you know why you're there? Um, Yeah, I feel like I'm on a space station, like I'm... Uh, I feel like I'm always walking down the hallway. It's <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Like I'm like passing people. Um, they're like... The same as me. Um, like... Hmm. Like there's some like me, and there's some like big people, small people, really small people, medium-sized people. <laughs> like, there's like it's just all kinds of mm-hmm. almost like a giant city in a space station kind of a thing. Interesting. Um, and do they look like you? <laughs> um, so, like, there's some people. I feel, I feel like I'm Lyran, but I'm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like not really. Like I am, but I'm different. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I get that, like furry, tall feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, like my feet look like cat's feet, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I don't have like a mane or anything like that. Like I just feel like sleeker. And I'm here, mm, trying to like get a sense of what I'm doing. But I'm here for a couple of reasons. Um, well, like sciencey stuff, it feels like, kind of like flora fauna. Yeah, like experimental stuff. Yeah, like nurturing. making sure like things still exist mm-hmm. like there's a safe place for like flora fauna stuff and like how they interact and react and mm-hmm. stuff like that and then like, meetings comes to mind as well And just to be here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's so weird. Good. Um, I feel like me being here is like, um, like, like, uh, not curing, but mm-hmm. healing that, like, loss, mm-hmm. that wound, like that, whatever I lost, I can, like, <clears throat> whatever was like recovered or still around from whatever happened mm-hmm. um, that I can like maintain it like maintaining like a part of home mm-hmm. um, so that's it's like helping mm-hmm. uh, and I think that is the end of that the curtains just like close again. <laughs> I love that that happens. <laughs> that is so weird. It's Ugh. funny because it's like clear. But there's nothing else to see anymore. There. Yeah, yeah. It was like the lights got dim, and then as they were dimming, the curtains just went. Whoop. That's it. <laughs> That's all, folks. Moving on to the next episode. <laughs> yeah. Um. I think I think that's all I'm supposed to see because they're like um, like my hair self is like that's it mm-hmm. you're done you're good that's what so, you needed to see <laughs> so can would it be true to say that you're would we ask your higher self to come forward now or there is she already there um yeah, she has been here. 
Oh, you sneaky bugger. You've been here this whole time. Okay. You've been here the whole time. That's amazing. Yeah, it was like, I just felt like a, uh, like warm, tingly pressure, like, mm-hmm. on my right side, like, just mm-hmm. kind of like, hey, like a shoulder bump, like, hey, been here the whole time. Oh, let's, <laughs> if you'd like to lend your vocal cords, let's ask her a few questions. Okay, so how can she connect to her power, her parallel self more strongly? So I keep butting her out. So she just said that she's gonna sit on the side, and I'm supposed to relay what she is saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, she's saying that um, I'm doing what I need to do. Um, with the like emotional like chakra work um, in the QLC club thing, mm-hmm. um, like just acknowledging um, like where her blockages are. What are the next steps needs to do and take in order to quit her job and work for herself? to keep um, just going with the flow right now because mm-hmm. she's already on the path that she needs to be on mm-hmm. and it'll it'll get there eventually uh, she she wants a fast <laughs> mm-hmm. like a quick fix um, but it'll take time for her um, as long as she keeps doing the work that she's doing, mm-hmm. um, it'll she'll get there. She needs to open up her chakras first and mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, learn how to open up that spiritual path or not path, but like connection, like phone line. Yeah, <laughs> connection. Open up that connection, mm-hmm. um, and then she'll be able to do a lot more and eventually get to work. For herself Amazing. doing like hypnosis, um, reading Kashic records, um, all different kinds of spiritual stuff. That's so cool. What's connection to ancient Egypt? Um, she had a past life there. Um, I feel like that was, I think that was her only other, like, human life mm-hmm. here. Um, was, was that the life that, we were shown? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and just whatever, I follow her intui- intuition on her, like, feelings towards it. So, like, she already knows. Mm-hmm. And she's just wants confirmation, but she already has it. Have any connections to Atlantis or Lemuria? Um, the first one was Lemuria. Um, and I think, like, very briefly in Atlantis. connection to that um, it's like like she wanted to go to Atlantis to experience like both of them but she just like connected to Lemuria more and that's where she Yeah, I don't know. I'm just connected better. So it feels right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Had any past lifetimes with her fiance? Mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah. Um, what was their connection 
and how has that played out? Uh, I feel like they will always be, or always were, always were and will be. That's how it ended. Um, like, supposed to find each other. Mm -hmm. Um, in, like, the romantic sense. They're... Mm -hmm. They're the same. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the most important thing for now, right now? Just to follow your intuition. If you... Mm -hmm. um, You already know how it's going to go. Can just feel it, and you just need to um, let it let it happen. Um, continue to rest whenever you need to. Um, you don't need to push it or overdo yourself. Mm-hmm. And everything will work out. But just when you have, like, when your intuition goes both ways, just like take time to meditate and ask for help and we'll be there and guide you Hmm. to do to open her third her heart third eye and crown chakras um so for the crown and third eye um she just needs to like work the muscles essentially (laughs) quote unquote work the muscles Mm-hmm. Um, practice makes perfect because this is all still very new, so it's going to take some time. Mm-hmm. Um, but just keep doing the work um, by practicing meditation. Don't just think about it, just do it. Mm-hmm. Even if it's 10, 15 minutes, just do it. Mm-hmm. And for the heart chakra, um, that's what like the last memory was is opening that up Mm -hmm. Um, because that uh, loss and that grief is what um, she put up walls so she doesn't have to feel that Mm -hmm. Um, because it protected her at different points in time it's like each point um each important point in time put up another like wall mm-hmm. um, so it's gonna it's gonna take time to mm-hmm. you know knock them down but the memory yeah. today should help open up like like a little pathway or like a little mm-hmm. yeah pathway I guess hole whatever <laughs> yeah oh, I'm trying to see it it's there but I almost feel like I get the image of like a scale, um, <laughs> like a two-sided scale, and they're like balancing back and forth. So I think it's to learn balance. So they both. Or you both balance, balance each, other, each other, out. other out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good symbol. Yeah, it's a big golden scale. <laughs> What a wonderful, wonderful session. Not only was it quite sad, but also really healing. And my client embarked on her journey in releasing grief and breaking down the walls that once used to protect her in the world. She's on a journey now of healing, letting go, allowing people in. And she got a lot of really useful information and she discovered lots of lifetimes with her current fiance and got very valuable information about people in her life advice and she met her parallel self she also discovers what to do in her true calling in life her work's mission she got very valuable information on how to open up her connection through her chakras believing in herself and the path ahead how to follow her intuition and and what choices to make and the people to allow in 
So working on her chakras, I think, was very useful for her because when we go through loss and grief, it's absolutely normal to build up a wall to protect ourselves because it's a human mechanism to prevent us from getting hurt in the future. We learn to defend ourselves and it's absolutely beneficial. But in order to, I suppose, pave the way for healing, the walls need to come down in order to access the love that we have in our heart and allow things to flow, remove blockages, let go, release, and allow allow us to be in a place of receiving and giving, receiving love and giving love, opening up our avenues for the best possible opportunities, the most valuable connections, and most importantly, our true life's path. So I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. It was truly a heartwarming session. It really had my heart beaming, absolute beaming with love. Um, I'm so grateful, really I'm so grateful for the connections that I have made along this journey. I am forever appreciative. So if you'd like to get in contact with me and embark on a quantum hypnosis healing journey, you can contact me through the information in the show notes or on Instagram, as I always say before. And I look forward to meeting you all and discussing any questions you have about anything because I remember when I first discovered quantum hypnosis, I had so many questions. And it just opened more and more doors. It's like a new world. It really is. So I'm here to answer them all. Sending you loads of love and a very good week ahead.